human being, human life, we look at things and say, can this thing be done? And his word to you this morning is that, is there anything too hard for the Lord? You can give your own answer. To some, it's yes. To some, it's no. But the answer is no. Hallelujah. Amen. The fact that you, you take yes doesn't mean that, that is the answer. The answer is no. Hallelujah. Amen. See, he appeared to Mary. And said, Mary, do not be afraid. Mary, you have found favor with God. You will be with a child and give birth to a son. And he will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord will be with him, the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. Then Mary replied, how will this be? How will this be? Mary asked the angel. Since I am a virgin. We all know that virgins can get pregnant. Unless you are not an adult. Without a man. She knows herself that she's a, a, a virgin. She hasn't started uh, what can bring forth children. And the angel said, you, you get pregnant. Say, Lord, how can this thing be? Because the method to, put, to make a child is not there. What 
can bring pregnancy is not there. Hasn't been done. So how can this baby be produced in my womb? But God says something. What the angel said, I love the angel. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit. Tell someone, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. That the Holy Spirit will come on you. Whenever God's Spirit comes upon you, the power of God overshadows you. That is how the word was written. The Holy Spirit came upon the speakers or those that God used in writing and the power of God overshadowed them. So whatsoever came out of them was just like God. It's a miraculous. That's why the word can produce miracles. Okay. I love it. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God or the product of God or something that came out of God. Now indeed, Lisbeth, your relative, have also conceived a son in her old age. Is there anything too hard for him? And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren, just to boost the faith of Mary. Mary had been given a message, but the angel want Mary to be able to believe it well, because there was no way he could believe it. So he said, okay, your cousin Lisbeth also, who the well have named her. She's got the name Lisbeth, but they stopped calling her Lisbeth, and now they call her Baron. Sometimes you bring your name to this well and they change it for you. Situations can change your name. Her name was changed. Everybody forgot and always called her Baron. He said, the one that they call Baron is also what? Conceived in their old age. And that alone, sometimes when you hear somebody's, something that's happened in somebody's life, can create faith in you. That's why I like hearing, I always want to listen to good news. When you are in trouble, find good news. When you are in a certain situation, find somebody who has gone through it and God has helped the person. It creates faith. Don't look at the one who Satan has who have gone through the same and Satan have taken control and destroyed the person. Look for somebody who have a similar testimony with yours. So, he said, for with God, what is it? Nothing mean what? Nothing mean what? Nothing. For with God, nothing will be impossible. And that is why I sang that song. 
if nothing will be impossible, then when I stand in God, I know the answer will surely come. But why are we still in this condition? I believe that this great faith in us, God has promised us. How many of God has promised us? All of us have got promises. There are promises that God has given to us, whether you found it or not. You've still been promised. Whether you heard it or not, there's a promise for you. Tell someone there's a promise for you. There's a lot of promises that God is telling most of us, but we are not looking at it. Whatever promise that God has given you, you can take it. Because it is possible when you walk with God. I'm not saying that when God promised you won't face situation, you will face situation. One of the ingredients you need to be able to take the promise of God is faith. Tell somebody faith. faith. Tell somebody faith. faith. Say somebody faith. faith. Before I go to faith, Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 5 says that woe, curse or woe, isn't it? 17 verse 5. Thus says the Lord, curse is the man who what? Who what? Who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength? Whose heart departs from the Lord? Curse is what? The man who does what? If you put all your entire trust in man, you are heading towards cases. Because that is how man Not only that, look at it. Cursed is a man who put his trust in what? In man. And make what? Flesh his what? His strength. Whose heart departs from what? So if we turn it, it will blessed is a man who put his trust in where? In God. And make God what? His strength. The Lord is my strength. And whose heart is always with the Lord. I have I have conver- I have turned it. So if the other one is that, then this one is that. Let me continue. Verse, I think verse 7. Verse 7 helped me. Uh, okay, let me. Blessed is what? Uh, see, I said, he said it. Blessed is a man who trusts where? In the Lord. And whose hope is the Lord. Most of the time we've removed our trust from God into other things that we see. Our hope is because of somebody who promised you. But for your information, the promise of men always fails. 
See, men are Im so emotional that when they are in their emotion, good, 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 good emotion, that good mood, and the thing is in the, they can talk and promise you. When that mood change, and as when he promise you, most of the time, performing it, he's also in another mood. Where his mood will always change. Man is quick to promise. But there are other things, not only the mood, but there are other things we call circumstances. The circumstances sometimes go beyond what they can control to perform it. When it's not within his control, there is no way he can perform it. He may mean good for you, but he may not be able to help you. But there's a God. All circumstances are within his control. So when he promised, he has this in mind. And because of that, when you put your trust in him, he's able to perform it. And he will perform it. Say amen. amen. The psalmist said in Psalm 27 verse 13 that I would have lost heart unless I had what? Believe. Or I would have fainted if I had not what? Believe. Faith is very vital in receiving things from God. In fact, the scripture says in Romans that anything done out of faith is what? Is it a sin? So, what is a sin? <laughs> so, anything done out of faith is a sin. Or, or am I lying? We will be dealing with the hands that takes faith today. Faith is a believer's realm. The Christian life is called the, the life of faith. God always wants to deal with us on the level of faith. Well, God himself is a God of faith. He believes in what he says. The things that came into being were done by faith. There was nothing and he spoke and believed that it would be so. And it came to pass. So all the generation God had wanted, always want to live with men, relate with men based on their faith in him. So if any generation rise up and have faith in him, they are acceptable in the eyes of God. So today, it doesn't matter what 
uh, situation you are going through, you can still trust the Lord your God and he can bring your, his ways and his way to pass. Romans 14, verse 23. But he who doubt is what? Condemned if he eat. Why should food be a problem? Because he does not eat from what? Faith. For whatever is not from faith is what? I've been telling people, two people can eat one food, and the food can be a sin to one person, and it, will be, and it can be righteousness to another person. It's not the food. <laughs> I can walk into any fetish priest house when they make water and I'm hungry. I can sit down and eat and give glory to God. <laughs> Knowing that the corn, is it the corn? The, the yam is from God. The egg is from God. The oil from God. So I said, God, thank you. Somebody have used his energy to prepare it. And Lord, thank you for the energy you give the person to cook it. And I can eat it and give glory to God. But if you don't have faith and you enter there and you begin to eat in your heart, you think you are eating with demons. You think you are eating demons' food. And as you believe you are eating demons' food, it becomes demons' food. And they sit down with you and eat with you. So people ask me, oh, so can we, can I eat can a Christian eat? I say, look. I won't tell you Christian can eat it or not. Me, I can eat it. <laughs> and I'm still righteous. Amen. Hey, license. It's a prophet has given me license. <laughs> he said, even when it comes to food, faith it's required. Food shouldn't be something you need faith to eat. It's an ordinary thing that in life, you, you put this on a man, put, uh, I don't want to, uh, there are people who know how to cook where well. I don't want to say anything to, <laughs> for them to mark me wrong. <laughs> so just put the ingredient together and, and, and make the food. Even eating ordinary food, God expects us that anything done outside faith is a sin. So sin is not only fornicating. What again? Stealing. Stealing. 
What again? Lion. In fact, some people eat and they sin. He said, brother, no. I always say, small sin and big sin. They are all called sin. That is why we need to walk by grace. That's why we need Jesus in our life. That's why we need to confess our sins. That's why we need to not trust in our own righteousness, but the righteousness which Christ has given to us. Anything eating, even when it comes to food, he said, whatever we do if we don't act faith is a sin. Because the believer is supposed to walk by faith. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7 says that we must believe, we walk and we live by faith. For we walk by what? And not by what? So our area is faith. The same way fish area is the river. Water. The same way where you can operate better is through faith. If you move out of faith, Satan can beat you. Demons can beat you. Witches can beat you. But if you stand in the arena of faith, there is nothing that can put you down. If you like, read Hebrews chapter 1, uh, chapter 11, from 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. Uh -huh. For he who comes to God must first believe that what? He is, he exists, and what? He is what? Oh, he is what? He is what? Say God is a rewarder. God will always reward faith. He reward whatever faith when you believe in him, God is going to reward you. And I like, let's jump to, uh, he said, by faith, he started talking about the, uh, the people mentioning Abraham. He talked much about Abraham, the father of faith. Then uh, he continued with the judges, and he even mentioned Samson. By faith, Noah. Oh, let me start from Abel. By faith, Abel did what? Offered what? To God a more word. So when it comes to even offering, if you're giving offering in church, it must be given by faith. Not because somebody manipulated you to give. So, offering is spiritual. Offering is to be given by believers, but it must be given by faith. So, Abel gave his offering by faith. That is the reason why God accepted his word, his offering. 
is not because he offered a sheep and one offered yam or tomatoes. If I bring tomatoes by faith, God will accept my tomato. So God is telling us the reason why he accepted Abel's offering. It's not because Abel was somewhat different or his, uh, 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 his, his offering was, was an offering that was packaged in a certain way. No, he packaged it with faith. God said the reason why his offering became excellent is not because of the largeness of the offering, but it's because of the faith behind the offering. So he continued to know. Abel, uh, he gave a more excellent uh, uh, sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained a witness that he was what? Righteous. Because faith, righteousness by faith. God testifying of his gift. Wow. God himself testifying. You think God likes sheep or good? Them. The cattle on the hill belongs to him. But somebody acted by faith and taking only a small portion gave it to him. Does God eat meat? No. By faith. Let's continue. Oh, I love, I love, I love this. God testifying of his gifts. I want God to testify of your offering. Amen. That whenever you give offering, God will Give a testimony about it. The Kwaku have given. And not only that, and through it, he being dead, still, still speak. And I'm still speaking. He's still speaking through his offering now. <laughs> Abel is dead and gone, but his voice still goes to God. So people who give proper sacrifice by faith, their voices never dies. Let them kill you. Your offering will still speak. Let them leave you. Let them cut you off. What you contributed to God and God's people will continue to speak. Nobody can stop the works you've done. They can stop your body, but they can't stop your works. Yeah. I hope you're getting me. Yeah. Works of faith can never be killed by man or by situation. Then we went to the next. Let's go to the next person. Ha. Ah. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death. Enoch broke the law of curse. When Adam ate the fruit, God said, anybody that shall, the day you eat this fruit, you shall surely die. But by faith, Enoch escaped that death. The fair 
first man on earth that escaped the corruption of the body. It was just like the believers who will be alive when Christ come. He's the type. He was raptured. By faith, his body did not have, he didn't have a grave on earth yet. So as you operate by faith, nothing can destroy you. We just had a little, if you read the scripture, just a few words about Enoch. The man who never saw death. We, didn't, we don't have a lot of uh, literature about it. They said the man, uh, uh, he walked with God and he was not. The first man, not Elijah, this is the first man who never saw death. So faith can escape death. Death has no power over people of faith. Yeah. Say, prophet, what are you telling? You say we won't die. I didn't say you won't die. <laughs> what I'm saying is that <laughs> death has no power over whatever you operate by faith. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony, that word. He pleased God. So faith pleased God. Anytime you operate in faith, you are pleasing God. Faith does not mean that, oh, they say, after they see faith, faith, no, 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 you need to please God. In fact, faith makes you live more holier. But your holiness is not based on don't do this, do that, do that. It's based because it is based on your love for God and for his word. Amen. Amen. There's some kind of holiness because people are afraid of punishment. They want to live in a certain way. This is a living with a father where you love your father so much that because you love him, you don't want to do this. But if you want it because of punishment, the day you forget the punishment, the body will sin. This body, eh? this human being, this body. Hey! It has got its own power. One day I'm going to talk about it, the, the power of it. It can pull you. Hey! Even if you don't want it will tell. How many of you have got uh, you, you, you were tired and you want to sleep before and you don't want to sleep? <laughs> that is the body. You, 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 you are forcing not to sleep but the body says, oh boy. 
That is the power. Some of you, some of you, say you take coffee. Oh, there are some sleep. Coffee or no coffee. The body will sleep. <laughs> By faith, Enoch. <laughs> so he was, okay. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. Oh. No, go to where? Uh, uh, uh. Okay. No. Uh-huh. Okay, that's the place. By faith, Noah being divinely what? Warned of things not yet seen. Moved with godly fear. Prepared an ark for the saving of his household. By which he condemned the world and became heir of righteousness, which is according to faith. You all know, have heard about Noah. If it, the moment even he came down. Uh, you, you saw what happened. He drank too, and uh, <laughs> uh, boy, pan wine until he became naked. <laughs> so the body, the body, the body, this body, Noah had it, you have it. By faith, he obeyed God. He heard from God. God said, build an ark. In those days, it wasn't raining like that. It was dew would come and water the ground. And because they haven't seen it before, you will argue it. Science will argue it up. Oh, it's not like, there's no hell. Okay, wait and say there's no hell. <laughs> oh, it has never rained before. It's dew. Dew will come and order. Uh, just, yeah, how? What are you talking about? Going, going to rain? Where is rain going to come? They calculate the, how do you call it? Uh, the humidity and everything? No, 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 it, it can happen, it can happen. It has never happened before. There's no history of, of that for you to look at it and say, this thing had, it has rained before, so let's, let, uh, let's prepare. God said, look, I am going to bring rain on this earth. So, build this earth. Now that you begin to argue with God, God, how is the rain going to be? How are you going to make this? Because you've seen dew coming. This dew, how many of them will fall out until they become a, a water and rise up? You begin to put God in your mind and question God. But he obeyed God by faith. Said, God, I've said it. I'm going to build it. People might be laughing at him. He was building a modern day ship. Uh, he was building a ship. Very big ships that build me a building, put deckers, put this in, you're going to put it, just build it. And he did it according to God's own design, not his own design. It took so many years. When God tells you to take five years to do something, you are, you are crying. Etch <laughs> the door. You know how many days he took in building the, the, the ark? Many years. When he started, I wasn't the day my mother, my father had been having uh, proposed to my, father, my mother, and he hasn't finished. And look at me standing here. And he's still believing that it will rain. So that when God speaks, 
You look around and say, this thing, is it possible? It's possible. Say, just do it. They say, oh, when you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, you shall be saved. They say, oh, how can we be saved? They say, Jesus is coming back again. I say, oh, Paul, tell me, I'll say he's coming soon. Oh, my. So we have even forgotten how to preach salvation messages again because we think Jesus is no longer coming. But Noah had his mind on what God said, making room for them. And for your information, the act these days, the modern day act will be Christ Jesus. Anybody that will enter into him, this time is not rain, it's fire. You'll be preserved. <laughs> So he built the ark. Oh, let's continue. Noah being divinely warned of things not yet seen, not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became the heirs of righteousness, which is according by faith. To faith, okay. By faith, Abraham. Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. Ah, somebody, I'm going to give you something. Move, you don't know where you are going. Yeah, go ahead, you follow me. But he had trust, an absolute trust in Jehovah God that God will take him to his destination. We need to have absolute trust in the God which we have believed, that he will take us to our destination. Sometimes we might not know how we are going to get there, but we know at the end we will be there. Amen. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out. Okay, okay, go to the verse 9, continue. By faith, he dwelt in the land of promise, Move to attend the 20, uh, 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 Gideon and the rest. Move, just jump, jump, jump all this. Jump, jump it, cry, jump it. <laughs> go to Samson, go to Gideon, go to all the rest. Go to those who shut the mouth of lion. Yeah. And what more shall I say? For the time will fail me to tell of who? Gideon and Barak, not Obama. <laughs> and Samson and Jephthah and David, Samuel and the prophets. Who through what? So through faith, you can do some great things. Through faith, subdued what? Kingdoms can be subdued. We can put kingdoms under control. Through faith, we can subdue kingdoms. 
Work what? Righteousness. Obtain what? Some of us, God has promised us the means to obtain the promise is through faith. If you exercise faith, every promise of God given is obtained by faith. So, all your promises, if you haven't received it, the reason why you haven't received it is because you haven't exercised faith for it. Some of you have got husbands, wives, uh, even children, but you can't see them. By faith, you look at it, somebody says, oh, oh, pastor. Hey, pastor, I'm grown. I say, why? He said, look, I'm 40-something. He said, pastor, I'm around 46. No husband. No man. is coming close to me. They don't even propose. Even when I come to church, they don't want to talk to me. And when I look at the people around, all the potential people have married. Remember now what kind of worry no money yet? I don't want to say anything. <laughs> Those who have been married, they are all dot, 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 dot. You can put it there. So you look at those who are left at the age of 46. You look at the man. If a man is not married by 46, then what is wrong? Either he needs to be baptized. <laughs> then you know that you're going to carry trouble. Because he might be a troubled person. That's why he's not married. That's what I'm just saying it. So you are afraid? The question is that. So the few ones left and they are not married are that. This is the one who plays with men, women. You come and propose to you, he will marry you that. Because he doesn't want to commit himself to anything. That's what men, those men who are like that, please change. <laughs> Don't play around the sisters. Mean business. Either you are going in or it's not only men, no. This is a gender balance. What men can do, women too. <laughs> don't, 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 don't go and hang me. <laughs> so it's not only men. Women too can play on the men. Hang on you. 
until your account is empty. The day your account get empty, so uh, brother, I don't feel we are I'm led. <laughs> Can you, pastor pray pray for me, pray for me. They let him. I, I want to marry. We've been there for about ten years, fifteen years, fifteen years. You are still there 15 years. <laughs> you have faith, proper faith in the woman. So by faith, let him leave the one. <laughs> let him go to the Bible. <laughs> so there are promises you can. If you have any promise, I am telling you that promise can be obtained. By faith. If it is God who promised, he's also faithful to perform it. He doesn't promise and say circumstances beyond my control. He promised and he makes sure he does it. Stop the mouth of lions. Some of us, our villages, they are lions. Human lions. Our workplace, they are human lions. By faith, we can stop the mouth of lion. And I believe that it is the favor which Daniel used in entering into the lion's den. Lions can never eat a son or a child of faith. When they he entered, when you believed, angels are activated. He said, this one is not one of the people. So the, uh, uh, the angel shut the mouth said, lion, this man is not your meat. Wait, there are some who, are, who will be coming later. <laughs> so he, he passed the night with hungry lions, but the hungry lions couldn't eat him. Yes, you can pass a night with hungry witches, but the hungry witches shouldn't be able to eat you. Yeah. By faith, David uses, was able to face lion. Yet when the lion takes my ship. I go to that lion. Look at this small boy who was not even qualified. When he went to the first screening in the military, Israel military, I had called it, in the military academy, he failed. Everything, he failed. So he was a shepherd, but his brothers passed. So he wasn't even qualified by the standard of men. But faith makes you qualified. Yeah. You might not be qualified 
by the standard of men. But when you operate faith, God makes you qualified. He said, I go anytime I move there, I know how to trust the Lord my God. I move there, open the mouth of a lion. This small boy, opening mouth of a lion, removing the animal. And if he tries to attack me, I kill it. I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it rose against me, I caught it by where? And what? Struck and kill it. This is a man fighting a lion. Young man fighting lion. The lion rise up, you will run away. But he faced it, caught it by the beer, strike it, Kill it. That this God who delivered me from this lion because I acted in faith, the same God can help me to kill the Goliath. King Saul was fighting by his experience, his height, his strength, his military powers, but David fought with God. God was his weapon. Faith was his weapon. He had trust in that God. That yes, God has helped me. So he had experience. Kill beard, bed, kill uh, 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 lions, kill anything that is strong in the bush. Kill it. He said, I finished killing the bush, strong men in, in the bush. I'm coming home to kill those in town. <laughs> so he He's got an experience of believing God and after believing God, he's seen the result of when you believe God, what you can get. So when everybody was afraid, see, by God's divine orchestration, his father sent him. It was God who sent him. It wasn't his father. Take the food. He went there and when his brother saw him and Fortunately, when he went there, Goliath came. Goliath spoke as he used to speak. His brothers were held captive. And when he spoke, he saw his brothers, sergeant, <laughs> some were sergeants, some were corporals. There was a lieutenant, sub-lieutenant, there were some lieutenant in them. There were some captains, there were some majors, some lieutenant colonels, full colonels, brigadiers. They were all inside, and they saw generals running, including the chief. <laughs> and he never knew that his brothers were very fearful like that. You see, you see. You know, some people frighten people they are stronger than. But when you look at them, when they face their meter, when they meet their meter, you'll see that this one is no meter. So he asked, ah, he said, because of this man that all these people are running away. So I was asking somebody, 
If somebody kills this man, what will he get? Why should this man insult the whole Israel? And David spoke to the men who stood by him, saying, what shall be done for the man who killed this Philistine and take away the reproach from Israel? Sometimes something, there's a problem that put a reproach on a country, a country, a reproach on, 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 on a tribe, a reproach on your family, and that thing, nobody can overcome it. There's one problem that has been bringing reproach. He said, if I kill this thing, and take away this reproach. Oh, let me see what, what happened. And kill these Philistines and take away the reproach for Israel. For who is this one? Uncircumcised one? Philistine. That he should defile what? The armies of the living God. He realized that a man of faith does not see the army as his own army, but he sees them as the armies of the Lord. Once the people belong to God, then you know you're going to fight the, uh, the Lord's battle. And whenever you're going to fight the Lord's battle, the battle becomes the Lord. And when you finish fighting the Lord's battle, and the battle becomes the Lord, still remain with the Lord. <laughs> and the, some of you, the moment you get one victory, you run away. You use God to fight your battles. When you win, you forget about him. You use God to get your husband when you get your backslide. Oh, uh, he said, my husband, oh, now that I'm married, uh, I have to go home and cook. Oh. Sunday, I have to do the cooking. Yo, Mate, God bless you. Gentlemen, uh, oh, now that I'm married, oh, this is uh, faster. You see, my wife, uh, I have to take her to lunch uh, uh, at, 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 uh, uh, at this place, and I want to go at 12, but we're half prepared, and this church to the time they close to. Yo, Mate, what you want now? So, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? And the people answered him in this manner, saying, So shall it be done for the man who kills him. Now, Eliab, Eliab, General Eliab, <laughs> his oldest brother had, when he spoke to the man, so he too, he was, not only the man, he was hearing the, the boy. <laughs> And Eliab's anger was aroused against who? If you have anger, who should you be angry with? Huh? Who? This misplaced anger. Some people, their anger will not turn to the right person. When your boss makes you angry, you bring it upon your wife and children. Face your boss. Your anger shouldn't fall on David. If you have anger, let it come and say, I am angry. This man, the way he's disgracing us, I will fight him. But 
you put your anger on the one you think you can beat. So he said, was very angry at that boy. And sometimes when you want to solve a problem, those who are sitting by it and they can't solve it, they will frustrate you. They will make sure you are frustrated and you are not able to do what you want to do. If you don't have the heart and the faith, you will leave the thing. So he said, Look at what he said. And he said, why did you come down here? And with whom have you left those what? Few sheep in the wilderness. I know your what? Your pride. Anytime you want to do something, they say you are proud. When you want to achieve something great, say, hey, Aguano. Whenever you proclaim you want to do something, you say, hey, Africa, you're going to do this in Africa. Hey, this guy is proud. Even your fathers couldn't do it, you're going to do it. You're proud. He said, I know your pride, and I know your what? Oh, my God. I know your pride and the insolence of your heart. For you have come down to see the battle. So you don't want him to see. And David said, I like David replied. What have I done now? My head. That's the tree. Say she are my head. I said, maybe some question my head. I'm asking a question. What have I done now? Then he said, Is there not a cause? Believers, if there is a cause, we must rise up. Don't sit down and say, oh, uh, for Christians, uh, they are many, yes. Oh, they are many, 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 say, yeah. <laughs> give it to God, and God will give you the strength to do it. Is there not a cause? Is there not a cause for us to rise up and do the right thing? Is there not a cause for us to change things in our country? Is there not a cause for the church to rise up? Is there not a cause? If the church don't rise up, Goliath will always stand and talk against all of us as a nation, as a country, as Christians. There must be a cause. When there is a cause, don't shut your mouth. If you have what it takes, don't keep it. There is a cause. Goliath must be faced. Somebody must tell Goliath that he cannot talk that way. 
The disease, is there not a cause to believe God for your healing? Is there not a cause? There is always a cause. Then, I like David. Hmm. Then he turned from, his, from him towards another and said the same thing. So he, he made sure that his, the brother didn't keep him quiet. When the brother started, he went to another person, told him the same, person, the same thing. Then, look at what? So the news spread. It was, uh, this is proper WhatsApp. <laughs> WhatsApp, he said, and he started sending WhatsApp there. King Saul uh, saw the WhatsApp, said, hey, they say somebody can deliver, bring me that person. Now, when the word who David spoke were heard, they reported them to Saul, and he sent for him. Saul was so desperate, he wants solution. But the solution was in a man who had faith. Our solution is in a faith people. Whatever you don't believe, you can't do it. If we don't believe we can turn our economy around, look, we'll be just talking. If we don't believe we can't change, we are talking. People that believe act. He said, bring him. I've heard it. Let's bring the person. So Saul heard it. And Saul acted. When you are desperate and anybody says, I can give you a solution, you give so we drink some concoction. Uh, uh, uh. You look at the guy who is giving the concoction himself, hygiene. Uh. <laughs> the surround, there's no. If you look at the hygiene around, you know this thing can kill me. But still, because you are desperate, you still want to drink it. Then David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Faith will always calm people. Faith does not agitate people, does not make people fear. He calmed them. He put their faith. Let nobody's heart fail. Because when people act in faith, they cannot fail. Huh. Let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. I love it. And Saul said to David, you are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for you are a youth and a man of war, and he a man of war from his youth. See, if you want to go and solve problems, they'll bring experience. They say, hey, the guy has 40 years experience. You, you've just left school. <laughs> so you, you are not close, you cannot. So David didn't say, I can't. He also gave him his experience. He said, yeah, he's got experience, but I've also got experience through my God. But David said, Saul, your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear come and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and struck it. I don't run away like you. 
when God gave you the whole Israel to take care, and when you hear this man, you run away. I am not like that. I know the God behind me. I will go there and <laughs> I went out and struck it and delivered the lamp from its mouth. The church, when you anointed a man of faith, bring deliverance. We should be able to use our faith to bring people out of problems. When people are in trouble, your faith should be able to help them come out. It doesn't matter what kind of situation that is with somebody, our faith should be used to bring deliverance. And that is where practice it in your small corner before you want a big platform like this to practice it. Faith helps. Faith saves. It brings salvation. He said, by that faith, I am able to save my sheep from the lion. And when it arose against me, I caught it by its beard and what? Struck and killed it. I am not the one who will take it and say that if he tries an attempt, my faith makes me kill him. So, King, you know how all human beings, all of you fear lion. I, what you all fear in the bush, the lion and the bear, I have faced and killed it. Even this Goliath, he's afraid of a lion and a bear. What all of you are afraid of by that faith, I have been able to Kill it. So, King, then the faith of, he spoke word of faith. The, the man faith rose up. Seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. Moreover, David said, the Lord, I love it, who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he would deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. So Saul gave the reason why he wasn't killed by the lion. Not because he's strong, not because he has power, but he knows that God has the capability and ability to rescue. That God will rescue him from this man too. He's got experience with the bear, bear and, and, and also an experience with the lion. Finally, and Saul said to David, go, and the Lord be with you. I like this word. If you know the Lord can be with a man to fight, why don't you yourself go? Some of us have our faith our faith is behind people. You know, when crowd are moving, hey, show away, show away, show away, show away, show away, show away. You see, everybody is going. I remember some years back, they were doing some show away, show away, show away, show away, show away, show away. I think the American embassy, some years back, rolling down. Hey, 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 they went to the embassy. They shot, wah, 
at once, and I saw that everybody's cutting. I said, And people were going with cutlasses. They said, oh, if they can't, we'll fight them with cutlasses, we'll fight them with this one, and just one gun, pasha, and you have, you're, you're. Sometimes, when you are, behind, you are in a crowd, you think you're bold. <laughs> but God will demand an individual faith. We must have a personal faith in God to face a situation. When you are casting a demon and I'm around, you are bold. When I'm not there, you are afraid that the demon will slap you. Don't do that. Be able to face your own demon. Know that anywhere you meet a demon, you can deal with it. Finally, so Saul clothed him with, you see, he, this man, oh, I don't know what is wrong with him. If your clothes can do anything, if your military uniform can do something, why didn't you wear? You are the tallest man. Put all this, he then clothing. Sometimes when you want to operate by faith, people will like to push you into the flesh. Those very people, the very things that failed them, they will try to push that same thing on you so that you can also fail. Go with your simple faith. What you are, you can do well with. Help me. What I can do, that's what I do. I don't want to be tempted to be moved into somebody's area. He said, hey, I'm going to kill him. Do you know? I love this. David fastened his sword to his armor and tried to walk, for he had not tested them. And David said to Saul, I cannot walk with this, for I have not tested them. He put the tin, and the tin alone was weighing him. Uh, you see, when we were children, my father didn't have, some of you, when we were children, you put, you go and take your father's shoe, uh, and you put your foot inside, you want to walk. The shoe is bigger than you. So now the, the shoe inside can trip you. It even impedes your walking. So he tried to know, if I take this, in, I'll be killed. So he said, I haven't tried this. You must always use what you know. Anytime you're going for a warfare, don't go and borrow some people's uh, uh, things you haven't tried before. <laughs> the little faith you use in overcoming, use that same faith. Try it. Things that work for you, these are the things you must use. Don't go and learn foreign things. Things that you haven't tried, and first you're just going, you're going to go and you, you, you've gone, you've taken this in, go and take a uh, uh, bazooka. No, you don't know how to shoot. They see you properly drive with this, but you don't know where the trigger is. Standing there. Come and slap you, and the thing falls down. He said, I haven't tried this. But I'm going to fight. He removed them and started moving forward. I like this, David. Huh. Then he took his staff 
in his hand. His staff in his hand. The shepherd's staff in his hand. The very staff that he used in killing the bear and the lion, he took it. This is what I've used. This is what works for me. And this is what I want to use for it to work. When God called Moses, he did not give him a new staff. He said, Moses, take your very shepherd's staff. What we are used to. And that is what I will use. God will take a simple thing that we are used to. And he will make great things out of it. Yeah. Finally, look at oh my, uh, my. Then he took his staff in his hand and chose for himself five what? From what? And put them in the shepherd's bag in a porch which he had, and a sling was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistines. So the Philistines came and began drawing near to David. So the people were coming closer. This is a combat. And the man who bore what? The shield went before him. So it's not only the Philistines, uh, the man who bore the shield went before him. Oh, sound cool for me. Oh, trust, trust, trust. Oh. And when the Philistines look about, he has to look about before he can see David. Who am I going to fight with? So, sometimes you are expecting some, uh, some huge, then you go and. Uh, uh. I know somebody said he was going to take some exams. They brought him, he went for an interview. They just asked him one, some simple question he never taught. Of Jehovah's, ah, I feel I didn't know about printing him. I think it's very simple. Because, oh, Just a simple question. Just to test how he thinks. And he got confused. Put on his dress. And look at it. And when the physician looked about and saw him, he did what? He disdained him, for he was only a youth. Rudy and a good looking. Oh, Small boy, I want somebody to fight. The guy don't have muscles. Have a very slim body like me. Is that this guy who is going to fight me? Ah, wait there, simple. Coco. But his mistake was that he put the battle, God made sure the battle was moved into a spiritual realm. So the Philistine David, so the Philistine said to David, "Am I a what? You know, we use uh, for your information. Those who are, we use sticks uh, to kill dogs. So am I a dog that you come to me with what? With sticks? When a dog is coming, what do you take? Hi." And the Philistine started, this is where he made his mistake. Cast David by his small gods, the G, 
small g, God. He moved the battle into an arena of the spiritual realm. He brought his God in. And David said, that's good. I'm also going to bring my God in. The God that will win that battle will be the one that will win. So this small g now is no longer David and Goliath fighting. It's a small g versus a big g. And the Philistines said to David, come to me. I will give your flesh to the bears of the air and the beasts of the field. Then David said to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day, look at what he said. Say this day. The Lord will deliver you into my hand. He's experienced God delivering power, delivering lions, bears in his hands. He said, today too, I'm going to see one. God will deliver. You see, whatever God delivers into your hand, you can kill it. When God delivers the thing in your hand, you finish it. Anytime God is going into the battle with children of God are going into battle, God said, look, Joshua, the kings and the people have delivered it into your hands. So it is done spiritually first. Once you've got it in a spiritual realm, the physical realm is just a, like formally, you score the going in the house before you go to the park. I will do what? And this day I will give the word. He said, the, This day the Lord will deliver you from my heart, uh, into my hand, and I will strike you and take your head from you. This small boy talking to this huge man, that I will strike you and take your word, your head. You see, if you don't take out the head, you haven't finished. Whatever you're fighting, when you finish, take it head off. I'm going to take up your head. Do you know that he didn't have a knife? Huh? How was he going to cut off his head? Faith. He saw the head of Goliath by faith in his hands. Ha. And this day, I will give the carcasses of what? Of the camp of what? Philistine to the bears of the air and the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Do we have a God in Holy Ghost Temple? Do we have a God in the Christian world? But we behave as if there's no God. God must do something to silence the enemy that there is a God 
in this world that man do not live by himself. Then all this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with what? With sword and what? Spear. For the battle is the Lord. And he will give you into our hands. So it was when the Philistines arose and came and drew close to meet David that David hurried and ran towards the army to keep, to do what? To meet the Philistines. He wasn't the one who was afraid. A man of faith. Then David put his hand in his bag and took out a stone and he slung it and struck the Philistine in his forehead so that the stone sank where? Into his forehead and he fell on his face to the floor. He fell like this. What a big fall. So David what? Prevailed over what? The Philistine with a sling and a stone. He prevailed over what? Over what? With what? Sling and a stone. And struck. He did what? The Philistine. You know, he knows how to do it. He said he does it to the, uh, the lion. So he's doing the same thing he did to the lion. <laughs> to the Philistine. <laughs> and struck what? The Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Now it's led with the second part to cut off his head, but there was no sword in his hand. The sword of the Spirit is there, so God provided him a sword. Therefore, David ran and stood over the Philistines. The man was so huge that you have to stand on him to remove him. Stood over the, the Philistines took his sword, drew it out of Egypt, and killed him, and cut off what? His head with it. And when the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, sometimes you need to put fear into the champion. It is only one champion that is creating problem. Once you finish that, the rest will flee. Sometimes there's some situation in your life. It's only one thing. Somebody. Once it's removed, the door, the gate, the rest will be running. Sometimes your breakthrough is one man. Even interview. So that one man can influence the rest. Yeah. Oh, show him I don't like this one, but you're good. Or be influenced one. And they will all begin to think along a certain line. Negatively. Hey! Every Goliath that is against you. Amen. 
the head will be cut. Their champion will be destroyed. The champion that is holding your breakthrough will be destroyed. Today is your day. I want you just to ask your God, speak your word, destroy your giant, rise up today, take your promise, rise up today, kill your lion, rise up today, obtain your promises. It is yours, nothing should keep it from you. Victory is yours. Speak to your God. From today, you will rise up. You will fulfill your goal. Whatever God has said about you, you will see it come to pass in your life. In the name of Jesus. Speak to your God. 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 It is time for you to take your breakthrough. It is time. There's only one demon, one situation that have kept you under bondage. What is frightening your life? You move and you go and meet the same thing. After we've cut off the head, the rest, you don't need to do anything. We fear they will run and you can destroy them. They will no longer even face you. Their back is the one you are going to see. Pray for your family, the very world we are living in. There are ways that are coming against our life, frightening us, sicknesses, diseases, frightening us. The devil suggesting failures in our life, the devil suggesting other things in our life. He is facing us and everybody is afraid of it. May you rise up as the Goliath. May you rise up to destroy him. May you rise up as the David to kill and destroy. Is that pastor, I don't have a sword. Yes, you can use his own sword to cut off his head. The very word he spoke against you, that very word will be destroyed. Father, in the name of Jesus, I prophesy in the life of your people, the one that is down and defeated, may he rise up and have favor with you. By faith, I see many rising up. By faith, I see you taking your land. By faith, I see you chasing your enemies. By faith, I see victory coming upon you. By faith, I see you rising up to fill your position in life. Nothing should be able to keep you. By faith, I see divine healing in your body. By faith, the disease and the sickness is given up. By faith, your desire will be fulfilled. May the Lord be with you. In Jesus' name, amen. We have come with all